I think in the five years we've done the program, we've never opened with a song by Schubert, but in this case, it seemed appropriate. That's from his great Winterreise, or Winter Travels, song cycle. The piece is called Der Greise Kopf, or The Gray Head. Our protagonist here, he's fallen in love with a woman. He stayed overnight on a journey with a family, fell in love with her daughter. He thought the love was returned, but then it turned out that she married a wealthy suitor, and I'm sure the family was much more happy with that. And so our hero, he travels on, and he goes on this kind of metaphorical journey. He's traveling in actuality, but also metaphorically, and it gets darker and darker as it goes. The weather turns to winter. His thoughts turn dark. And in that piece, the gray head, he says, a white sheen covers my head, just like the frost that is happening in the landscape. But he thinks he's turned old, but in fact then he laments that he's still young and the grave is far away yet. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today's program is called Winter Music, which at first blush, when you hear that, you might be thinking of Christmas songs or sleigh songs or maybe upbeat songs about winter, but it's not necessarily where I want to go with it because winter, well, I think it stirs up some pretty complicated associations and emotions with us. I was just thinking about this the other day. We have the obvious association, I think, with death, with blankness, with whiteness, uh, the howling winds, all of these things. You know, the life has, has left the planet. We know that it'll return in the spring, but at the moment, there's a sense of bleakness. At the same time, there is that sense of return. If you think about it, the winter solstice, December 21st, is the shortest day of the year. There's the least sunlight that day. So winter marks the time of return of light. And the winter solstice was the cause for much celebration in the ancient world. So winter has all of these associations. It's inspired composers to do a lot of different things. And I want to play some of that music now that explores some of the deeper ramifications of winter. First up is the Danish composer Hans Abrahamsen, who is a really interesting figure. Of course, coming from Denmark, he's no stranger to winter, and the piece I want to play is called Schnee, which means snow. So again, perhaps a more traditional view of winter here, the bleakness of the winter landscape. It's dark, it's nighttime, there's snow everywhere. But it's not exactly 100% traditional. There's more to it, as there will be with all three of the pieces that I play on the program, because this piece marks something of a rebirth for the composer. Hans Abrahamsen was a very prolific composer in his 20s and 30s, and then he fell completely dormant for more than 10 years. He didn't write anything that we know of, at least he didn't publish anything. And then all of a sudden, he comes out with this piece. It's like 70 minutes long called Schnee, and it's this marvelously creative, wonderful work that ended this creative winter, if you will, in his output. And it also made him famous. He's getting performed all over the world now, so it's a very interesting story. Here's Ensemble Rucherche to perform a Schnee, music of Hans Abrahamsen. Mm-hmm. 
It's music depicting an eerie nighttime winter landscape from a larger work called Schnee, which is snow. It's music by Hans Abrahamson. It's scored for two pianos, percussion, and a wind choir with a string choir. And we heard a great performance by Ensemble Recherche. This is, as I said, perhaps the most traditional interpretation of winter that I'm going to have on the program today. We have no sun. We have no light in the sky. It's, it's very, very dark. The music is, is, is uh, appropriately eerie, all the things that we associate with winter. But again, there is this deeper implication because this piece marked the end of a creative winter, so to speak, for the composer himself, Hans Abrahamson. It's a great piece, and he's deservedly having an international reputation as a composer since its composition. Let's move now from a Danish composer inspired by a winter landscape, this eerie landscape at night, to a place where they don't know anything else but nighttime and winter. That's the Arctic Circle and composer Derek Shark, who has always been inspired by the Arctic Circle. He got a commission from the Kronos Quartet with the L.A. Philharmonic to write a work for the quartet, and he thought, this is it. This is a great opportunity for me to write a large-scale piece inspired by the Arctic Circle, and he wrote a piece called Tundra Songs, and it's not just for the Kronos Quartet. It's also for the Inuit throat singer, Tanya Tagak. This is a fascinating technique. If you don't know what throat singing is, it's a way that you can produce more than one vocal line at once. It's usually sounding dissonant. It's kind of a harsh sound. And at least in the Arctic Circle among the Inuits, the Eskimo people, it was developed originally as a game. And throat singing is a way that you can produce more than one sound at once. Uh, usually you can only produce one pitch at a time. But using this technique, they can produce multiple pitches. Now, it usually is dissonant. Usually those sounds are very closely spaced, which produces what we think of as a dissonant. So it is a kind of harsh sound. In the Arctic Circle, it was originally developed as a kind of game among the Inuits. So we're going to hear the Kronos Quartet performing. We're going to hear some electronics, not too many, but a little bit that helps us in this wintry landscape. And then we're going to hear this amazing sound, this throat singer, Tanya Tagak. This is music of Derek Shark. We're going to hear the first movement called Ice, performed by Tanya Tagak and the Kronos Quartet. Thank you. 
about you but i think that's an incredible piece somehow i've never heard of this album by the chronos quartet maybe just because they put out so much stuff but it's it's great it's called tundra songs it's by the composer Derek shark the whole album is is this piece or other music by the same composer inspired by the arctic circle and i had never heard it before i, I was i was researching this show on winter i heard this album and it actually changed my entire concept of the show because i was originally going to just play short pieces by a variety of composers inspired by winter and instead i decided to focus on three composers who were interested in different psychological ramifications of winter here we have the idea of people in the arctic circle who don't know anything but winter what a fascinating concept. And so their, their, their ideas for joy, happiness, sorrow, all of them relate to winter. <laughs> Whereas for us, we have sunny happiness and wintry sorrow. But for them, they've got just different levels of winter for these emotions. What a fascinating idea. It certainly was fascinating to Derek Shark to go to the Arctic Circle and live among the Inuit people as he did. And to even meet people like Tanya Tagak, the throat singer who we heard in that music. Fantastic music, in my opinion. It's from a piece called Tundra Songs, performed by the Kronos Quartet, who also commissioned it. And we heard the throat singer Tanya Tagak. We heard the first movement 
called Ice. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My theme today is psychological interpretations of winter in music. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or for a complete playlist of the music that we're featuring on the program today, you can visit relevanttones.com. I'm playing music today on the program inspired by winter. I actually chose pieces by three composers. Originally, I was going to do what we always do and just play short pieces by maybe eight, nine, ten composers. But then I discovered this CD by composer Derek Shark, and I wanted to play a lot of it. It's called Tundra Songs. And I thought that's really interesting here, this idea of living in the Arctic Circle or of having always lived in the Arctic Circle, and you have no idea really of any other season. You know about summer only as a story. You've always known winter. And so all of your metaphors are around winter. Whereas for us, who have winter only as a season, well, winter is only one kind of metaphor for us. I thought that was a pretty fascinating idea. And then I wanted to play a piece, too, by a composer with maybe a more traditional interpretation of winter as a bleak, dark landscape. But you have to also think about winter as a time of light, oddly, because, of course, it is a light time uh, in actuality, but also metaphorically. The beginning of winter is the shortest day of the year, and from then on, the days steadily get longer. So later on in the program, I'm going to play a piece by a Korean composer Winter Light, inspired by that idea. But first I want to return to this great find, at least for me, the CD by the Kronos Quartet, Tundra Songs by composer Derek Shark. Right before the break, I played a piece that featured the wonderful throat singer Tanya Tagak, but there is a piece on the album in which the composer is actually trying to imitate this quality of throat singing with the string quartet. And these are, well, I think they're really, really wild. <laughs> so I want to play them. They're very short. The first one is called Lullaby. It's a minute and 15. And then Throat Song is only 47 seconds. This is a, a pretty wild sound. You won't even believe maybe that it's acoustic instruments that are doing this. So here's a Kronos Quartet performing just a couple of short examples of Derek Shark imitating the sound of throat singing with the string quartet with acoustic instruments. Thank you. 
These are actually the first sounds that you hear on the disc Tundra Songs, Derek Shark. You hear that and you know immediately you're in a different world. This is not the ordinary, everyday world of classical music or even contemporary classical music. Here the composer has traveled to the Arctic Circle. He has this wonderful story in his program notes about going up by helicopter, being greeted by dog sled. I mean, all of these wonderfully rustic things that happen in the Arctic Circle. And then meeting the throat singers. He is an ethnomusicologist as well. He did a lot of research, lived with the throat singers. And we've heard in the first part of the program an actual throat singer with the quartet but here now we just heard two examples of the quartet imitating that sound and to me at least it's a lot of fun we heard lullaby and throat song now I want to return to the string quartet tundra songs this is the second movement and this does not feature any throat singing so if you weren't enamored of that don't worry <laughs> because it's not here in the second one the second movement is called water and it's going to open up with the sounds of whales whale song this is actually being done in the string quartet with the strings itself uh, this is a pretty simple technique actually to do with a glissando where you run the bow up and down the string it sounds remarkably like a gull or a whale and then we're going to hear other sounds so they're done with electronics we're going to hear shrimp we're going to hear water, we're going to hear ice cracking as it starts to melt. This is towards the end of the winter in the Arctic Circle. Here is the Kronos Quartet again, and this will be an excerpt. We can't quite play the whole thing, but to play as much as we can of the second movement of Tundra Songs by Derek Shark. It's called Water. Thank you. 
more music by Derek Shark, a composer who is from Canada but has been inspired all throughout his life by the Arctic Circle. And when he got a commission from the Kronos Quartet, he wanted to bring the sounds of the Arctic Circle to life. In this case, the sounds of nature, ambient sounds, geese, whales, the kinds of animals that the Inuit, the Eskimo, live with. In the first movement that we heard in the first half of the program, though, he was inspired by the throat singing of the Inuit people. There are three more movements for the piece, but we don't have time to feature them. Hopefully we can return to them at another program in the future. That was the Kronos Quartet performing. The piece is called Water. It is the second movement of Tundra Songs by Derek Shark. So here we have music there inspired by the Arctic Circle, a place where winter is really the norm. Again, they have so many different words for snow and ice. They make their homes out of snow and ice. It's just, I think, psychologically, it has a very different resonance than it would for people who have four seasons each year where winter is considered the bleakest of the seasons. And I think there, winter is, is, uh, maybe it's not even considered a season. (laughs) It's just the normal environment. So I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. But now for the last piece of the program, I want to play maybe the best thing about winter, at least for someone like me who's not always crazy about winter, which is the fact that the light is returning. As the winter progresses, the days are getting longer and longer and longer. Not only that, but the light in winter has a very particular quality, doesn't it? It can be almost blinding. And it has a, sometimes if, if it's shining across the snow, there's, there's a kind of bluish quality to it. It can be really, really beautiful. And this was the idea that inspired the Korean composer In-Sun Cho. The piece is called Winterlicht 8, or Winterlight 8. It's for a string quartet. This is an interesting piece, because in my mind, at least, it starts off very eerily, very dark. But then we get this kind of more traditional accompaniment pattern in the viola and cello, and the violins take on a melodic pattern. And it is like the light is coming out. And it goes from there. It develops in a very, very interesting way. It's about 13 minutes long. Here are Hong Jun Kim and Un Ah Kim violins with Jin Wan Yoon viola and Song Hee Lee cello. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
I think it's quite a journey that we go through on that piece, much like with Schubert. But in this case, it's not so bleak. I think we're going towards light. In fact, the piece is called Winterlicht 8, or Winter Light 8. It's by In Sun Cho. We heard Hong Jun Kim and Un Ah Kim violins with Jin Wan Yun viola and Song Hee Lee cello. I wanted to end with that piece because I love this concept that winter is a bleak time for those of us who experience four seasons. We think of it as corresponding with death and bleakness sometimes, but it's also a return to the light. And of course, the light at this time of year is particularly bright, particularly vibrant, sometimes even blinding in its intensity. And so I think this piece by In Sun Cho is a perfect musical representation of that aspect of winter. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.